Hi, this is Pastor Joe, and as we are isolated from many of our friends and loved ones during this time, I want to encourage you to connect with them with this reminder from Deuteronomy 31.6, which says, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them. For the Lord your God goes with you, and He will never leave you nor forsake you. Thank you, Jesus. The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. Resist Satan. Resist his temptations. And place yourself under God's authority. And then he can fight your battles for you if you're resisting. Hallelujah. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, Keep Your Guard Up. Speak the Word. He says in Jeremiah 1, verse 5, in the voice translation, Before I even formed you in your mother's womb, he says, I knew you. Before you drew your first breath, he said, I had already chosen you to be my prophet, to speak my word, he says, to the nations. And Jeremiah said, Oh Lord, he says, I'm too young and too inexperienced, he says, to speak for you. And then the Lord said to Jeremiah, Don't use your mouth as an excuse. He says, You can and you will go wherever I send you. You can and you will say whatever I tell you to say. He says, You have no reason to fear the people that you speak to. For he says, I am with you. And he says, I will defend you. He says, and then the Lord reached out and touched Jeremiah's mouth and he gave him his divine message. And the Lord said to Jeremiah, look, he said, I have placed my words in you. And he says, you will know what to say and you will be my voice. This very day, he said, I appointed you to speak with my authority over nations and kingdoms. He said, your word, and this is the voice translation, but where we recognize and realize it or not, we are God's voice. And this is what he was telling Jeremiah. And in the voice translation, it reads, he says, your word, your word and my word will have the power, he says, to uproot and stamp out. He says, it will destroy, he says, and he says, it will upend. He says, and then your word, my word, he says, will rebuild and plant anew. Hallelujah. So we have to understand that we are God's vessels here on this earth. We are his mouthpiece. And that when we speak the word of God, it has the same power behind it as it has when God himself is speaking it. And that he created us in his image. I want you to pause and I want you to think for just a second what God said to Jeremiah. Because saints, has not God spoken the same things to us in the New Testament that he spoke to Jeremiah? Has God not spoken the same things to us? Did he not create us in his image and in his likeness, giving us dominion over everything? According to Genesis 1.26, he says he gave us dominion over all of the earth and every creeping thing. Has he not given us the same authority to speak to the mountains and, and speak to our situations? He says in Mark eleven twenty three that he has. Yes, amen. Amen. According to Luke 10, 19, he has given us the same authority that he gave Jeremiah. Actually, what we have, brothers and sisters, is far more superior to what Jeremiah had, for we have the whole Trinity living inside of us. Yes. 
Jeremiah didn't have the whole Trinity living on the inside of him. You know, in the Old Testament, you know, a lot of people are trying to live with one foot in the Old Testament and one in the New Testament, but you can't do that. You can't, you, the reason why you're not receiving your miracles and getting your prayers answered is because you're trying to operate in two kingdoms. So you're going to have to keep both your feet in one place in order to experience the, the freedom that God has died to give us. Are you, are you hearing me? We have the Holy Spirit himself lives in us. And has God not given us his word to speak? He has given us his word to speak. The Lord has given us everything that we need to combat any situation. There's not a circumstance or a situation that can face you this morning that he has not prepared you or given you a word for. Because he said, he'd go back to Genesis, he said, I have given you a seed for everything. And God likens in Luke, he likens his word to the seed. So he has given us a seed for everything. Everything, whether you recognize it or not, everything, it, is, it comes from a seed. Everything on this earth comes from a seed, including you. Amen. We were all, we were a seed Amen. first. Yes, yes. Amen. The incorruptible seed. That's what we are. We were we made of incorruptible seed. Hallelujah. However, we have let fear and doubt and religious traditions rob us of everything that God wanted for us. Paul warns us. He says, beware of requirements invented, he says, by humans. He says, in other words, beware of religious traditions. In Galatians 2, Verses 8 and 10 in New Living Bible says, Be careful not to let anyone rob you of this faith through a shallow and misleading philosophy. He says, Such a person follows human traditions and the world's way of doing things rather than following Christ. All of God lives in Christ's body, and God has made you complete in Christ. Complete. Nothing missing, nothing lacking. Christ is in charge of every ruler and every authority. And it says in 1 Corinthians 6, 17, that whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. You know, I, I think, you know, I have a hard time understanding some things. I accept it because the word says it's true. But sometimes I have a hard time understanding that I am the same as Christ. That he's living in me, that I'm living in him. But the Bible says that he is one with the Father. The Father is one with Him, and we are one with Him. So if that means that we're one with Him, we're the same. And if we're the same, then we can do those greater works that He says that we can do. He says, the greater works He says you can do, He says, because I'm going to be with the Father, so I'm leaving you down here to do those greater works that I'm talking about. Amen. So, but we think that it's sacrilegious or too spiritual, or too religious, or too something, that we, we don't have the ability and authority to do what God says we can do. But we need to be acting like Him. We need to be walking around. We need to be speaking to the lame, and to the blind, and, and, and to the deaf. We need to be seeing demonstrations of the work of the Holy Spirit. We shouldn't just be talking about it. We should be experiencing it. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I was so blessed in Hillsville at the revival I did up there to, uh, for the first time ever, praying over someone in a wheelchair and actually have them get up. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. But you know, the Lord prepares you, and I, I'm getting emails from her almost every day. Uh, she still hasn't got all of her strength back, but she's walking some every day. She even danced a little bit. 
But you know, it, it's so awesome because the Lord kept putting in my spirit before we went there. He kept putting in my spirit about Peter and John. You know, he brought this verse back to my remembrance, you know, in Acts, when, uh, when uh, Peter and John approached a man at the gate, you know, and had been lamed, and he, they brought him there every day, you know, so he could get money, you know, from the people, you know, that went by. And when Peter and Paul went by, you know, he looked at him and he was expecting uh, Peter and Paul to give him some money, but Peter looked at him and he says, silver and gold have I not, but what I have I give you in the name of Jesus. Get up and walk. And so he kept impressing that into my spirit. And the Lord said to me, he said, there is no difference between Peter and you, Joe. There's no difference in the spirit. It's the self-same spirit that was living in Peter and John that's living in you and me. If you're a born-again believer, that self-same spirit is living in us. And so he said, you, you, you know, you can, you can speak the same as he did. We have to understand that we are God's representatives. We are his ambassadors, and we have the power and the authority to, to speak. But what I was going to say is that we don't feel like that we can do those things, but he says that we have that same power living on the inside of us that, that Peter had. And so, like I said, he kept bringing that verse back to me a week or two before I went up to Hillsville to do the revival and he had it embedded in me and I prayed for her last. I prayed for some other people that were healed. One of the teachers there that runs the school had her hand healed and actually she had her hand healed. I didn't pray over her. But Sandy, one of the uh, people there, uh, she's one of their teachers there. As I was demonstrating with uh, someone else, laying my hand on this other person and speaking and telling them what to say. She was repeating, without me knowing it, she was repeating what I was saying. And when she got through repeating what I was saying and what to say to that, you know, if you had this problem in the hand. And when I went to demonstrate, I didn't know what I was going to use to demonstrate, but the Lord impressed upon me to use her hand. But her hand was healed. And I got an email from her the other day. She said, it's still, it's still healed. It's, it's still working good. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I, I guess my point is that, you know, you don't really even have to pray for someone. The Bible never even said pray anyway. He said, just lay your hands on them. He said, just lay your hands on them, you know. So really when we come, we shouldn't really say you come up to a prayer line, just come up to a healing line. Yes. Yes. Just come up to a healing line, not a prayer line, a healing line. You know, because he didn't tell us anything about praying. Hallelujah. You know, when a child of God prays and speaks, heaven hears and agrees. Hell hears and obeys. Amen. Are you hearing me? Yes. When we speak, heaven hears, he obeys, heaven obeys, and God will back up his word. Yes. And like I said, hell hears and he's going to obey and get out of your way. So therefore, let me remind you that you are the one with the authority here. Also remind you that you can never ever, ever let your guard down when it comes to your enemy, Satan, because he's always looking for a way to get in. First Peter 5, 8, in the voice translation, it says, most importantly, he said, be disciplined and stay on guard. He said, for your enemy, the devil is prowling around like a roaring lion, just waiting and hoping for a chance to devour someone. So keep up your guard. As a matter of fact, the title to my message today is keep up your guard. We need to keep our guards up at all times. And you can never, ever underestimate him. 
He is your adversary. And as Jesus told Peter, he said, Simon, Simon, Satan is asked to sift each of you like wheat. He said, but I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail in Luke 22, 31. Saints, all of us track through the valley of failure and we come up short sometimes. But Peter had a life-altering failure. Jesus warned that Satan had asked permission to sift the disciple like wheat. Are you aware that it takes a lot of vigorous shaking to separate wheat kernels from debris? The enemy, he wanted to shake Peter's faith so hard in hopes that he'd fall away from Jesus like chafe. One definition for chafe is worthless matter. Another definition, it says that chafe is the husk of grains and grasses that are separated during threshing. When Satan sifts believers, his goal is to damage our faith so much that we become useless to God. That's what he does. He wants to sift you. In other words, you could use the other word as tempt you, entice you, sift you, to get you to fall away from the Lord. Are you hearing me? He wants to stop you from your kingdom assignment. Therefore, he goes after your strengths, the areas where we believe ourselves to be invincible or at least very well protected. Sometimes we fool ourselves and we think that we're protected in certain areas, and so we don't get as, we, we uh, kind of let our guards down. And you can never let your guard down. You can never let your guard down. And saints, if Satan succeeds in causing you to fail, you're going to feel disappointed, and you're probably going to feel demoralized, just like Peter did. But don't, you don't have to stay that way. We all know that Peter swore up and down that he would never let Jesus down. And he really believed in his heart that he wouldn't. You know, there's sometimes I think, Lord, I would never do that. And in my heart, I really don't think I would. But then sometimes I find myself doing things that I thought I never would. Not really what you say, what I would think is awful things or say things. You know, the other night I was watching a movie. Actually, it was a kind of like a series that I've watched from time to time, David and I, and, and usually, mostly it's kind of funny, and uh, it doesn't have a, you know, a lot of blood and gore and stuff in it, because you have to be so careful what you watch and what you listen to, you know, you, you can't, because the enemy's going to sneak in on those things, you know, whether it's music or TV programs or radio, whatever, he's going to sneak in and plant those seeds, you know, in your mind, you know, and they're going to become your thoughts, and your thoughts, you know, become words, and your words become action, so it's kind of like that, but I, I was watching it, and and it was a two-part, and it was double trouble, because I sat there and I watched it, and of course, after I watched the first, you know, naturally, I wanted to see what's going to happen to the second part. I want to know who did it. Uh, <laughs> so I, I watched the second part. Uh, during the second part, I, I began to feel not good. I, I knew, I, I was beginning to think that I know I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing. I'm grieving the Holy Spirit. Because in this particular episode, there, there were a lot of blood and gore, even some witchcraft in it. You know, I mean, they snuck a little of that in. 
And it got through, and I told David, I said, I feel so bad. I, I hurt so bad. Because I'm, I'm grieving, because I know I grieve the one that loves me so much. But, but Because, see, what I watch and listen to, he has to hear too. Have you ever thought about that? He lives in us. So whatever we tune into and watch, he has to too. Wherever we go, we take him with us. So he sees and hears everything we see and hear. And there's times we grieve him. And the Bible says, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. So I grieved him. And that whole night, I, I, I was restless. I didn't sleep well because I couldn't. You know, you get those images. You, get, you can get good images in your mind, and you get bad images in your mind. And, and it seems like, for some reason or other, it's harder to get those bad images out of your mind. Once they're planted there, it's really hard. And I tried all night trying to think of something else. I tried to keep capturing those thoughts so I could think of something else. But I kept seeing this, these scenes, you know. And the Lord knew that. He didn't want, he didn't want me having those types of images in my mind, you know, affecting me. You know, and, I, and, I, and yesterday I was watching something else and I told David, I said, I really needed to watch that. I was watching this good Christian movie and the power of God and stuff. And I said, I feel like I just took another shower. <laughs> you know, because that's the way you feel when you, when you realize maybe you've watched something you shouldn't or listened to something you shouldn't or maybe you got into in, in a conversation. I was reading that in the Bible the other day. It said, if, if, you get, if you find yourself in a conversation that's not good, go. <laughs> Depart. Get away from it. You know, don't get involved in it. And it, that is one thing that's so easy to do is to get involved in a conversation that's not going the way it should be going because it doesn't take long for it to be going in a different direction. Yeah. Hallelujah. He says, but you don't have to stay that way. See, I didn't have to stay that way. If you're willing, God can use your failure to do spiritual house cleaning. Peter laid down his pride and instead he put on the Holy Ghost spirit and the Holy Ghost courage. Peter used that failure as a catalyst that brought forth greater faith and true servanthood. So some of us feel like that you have failed God big time or that you've done something wrong. Maybe it was a movie or whatever. Maybe it was something you're just watching. You're feeling bad about it. Maybe you were gossiping about somebody or maybe you're being critical about somebody or maybe you went someplace you shouldn't have gone. God can use that. He's not, he'll forgive you and he won't hold it against you. As a matter of fact, the Bible says that when he forgives you, he forgets it immediately and he never remembers it anymore, that he puts it his way for, as far as the east is from the west to remember no more. So he's never going to bring it up to you again. Now, Satan might do that and probably will, but God never will bring anything up. The Bible says, now, therefore, there is no condemnation for him that's in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set us free from the law of sin and death. So we don't have to put up with that. Thanks to our Father, we have been given an armor that will protect us if we would just put it on. In Ephesians 6, 10, and 11, in a voice that says, Finally, brothers and sisters, draw your strength and your might from God and put on the full armor of God to protect yourselves from the devil and from his evil schemes. Know that he has placed you in a position of authority. We need to know that God himself has placed us in a position of authority, seated at his right hand. According to Ephesians 2, 6, he raised us up and made us to sit 
Also remember too that no soldier ever goes into battle without being aware of their enemy's strategy and neither should we. Second Timothy 2 and 4, Paul was telling Timothy, he said, Timothy, I want you to remember that no soldiers, you know, he was um, one of Timothy's mentors and Timothy was very young. And, and he said, remember that soldiers on active duty don't get wrapped up in civilian matters. He said, because their aim is to satisfy and please the one who listed him. Hallelujah. And I know that's true because I was associated with the military for about 30 years. My husband that was deceased was in the, an officer in the military. And, and so I, I'm familiar with how the military works, <laughs> you know, and they, and they stay focused. They do not get involved in civilian stuff. They, they stay focused on what they're supposed to be doing. And that is what you are. You are a soldier. If you're a born-again believer, you are a soldier in God's army. Saints, you know, as I was thinking this morning, I'm always asking the Lord what He wants me to share with you, what, what your needs are or what He wants you to hear, because I don't have a clue what your needs are or what you need to hear, but I, our Heavenly Father knows. So I say, Lord, what can I share with your soldiers in this message? What can I say that will help them in their battles and in their struggles? What can I tell them that will help them to live the abundant life that Jesus died to give them? Brothers and sisters, my prayer is that with every message I teach or preach, that it will give encouragement to those that are listening to it and will help you to be the victorious one in all your battles. For yes, you are in a spiritual battle. We all are. However, Paul says, I would not have you be ignorant of Satan's devices. In 2 Corinthians 2.11, in the voice translation, Paul was saying, It's my duty to make sure that Satan does not win even a small victory over us, for we don't want to be naive and then fall prey to his schemes. Remember what Jesus told Peter. He said, Peter, Satan has asked to sift you like wheat, but I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you that your faith won't fail. And I want you to know that Jesus is praying for us too, brothers and sisters. The Bible says he is forever, he liveth to intercede for us. So he's interceding on our behalf all the time. And according to Romans 8, 33 in the voice, it says, can anyone be so bold as to level a charge against God's chosen? Especially since God's not guilty verdict is already declared, hallelujah. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to your mind. Speak the word to every circumstance that mountain can't stand. You've been listening to author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, on today's edition of Speak the Word. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Generous contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back to pray with you in just a moment. But first, if you missed any part of today's program, you can listen to the entire message online on our website at speakthewordministry.net. You can also learn more about our ministry, connect with Pastor Joe, and partner with us financially at speakthewordministry.net. In addition, you can watch many of Pastor Joe's messages on our website at speakthewordministry.net. And we can send you today's message on CD free. It's our gift to you. 
Just write to us at Speak the Word Ministries, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or give us a call. Our telephone number is toll-free, 855-505-2297. That's 855-505-2297. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. If you've been blessed by Pastor Joe's teaching, please consider prayerfully sowing back into it. Your gift of any amount today will help us provide these free teaching resources to those who 